Hi guys, welcome to Raised on It. We have a special guest this week that we want to introduce you to. You may know her from season 14 of The Voice, Jessly. Uh, she is our special guest today. It was a fun interview. Got to sit down and talk with her about her journey, her, her outlook on country music, her sound. Um, and she's just, she's a great person within the music industry and everything she's doing outside of it. So definitely someone that uh, you might want to keep on your radar going forward. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, so first thing we'll kick it off is uh, you're on The Voice, and we're just curious, what made you want to audition for The Voice and that show in particular? That's a really cool question, um, and I love answering it because it's like my experience was a little bit different than most people's experience for the show. Um, I actually had been doing music for about a year and a half uh, before the show, and the uniqueness about it was I actually released a music video and a single, and when I put the video out, like, I woke up, and it was pretty viral. Like, overnight, it had, like, 60,000 views. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, yeah, and then over, like, the next period of days, it ended up getting to, like, I think it's almost like to 250,000 views. So for, for what I had for the fan base, it went, it went really crazy. Cause at that time I was really new to music and, um, you know, I, it was, it was definitely a newer song of mine and I only had like, I think like 4,000 fans on Facebook at the time. So, um, for, for what my fan base was, it went, it went pretty crazy, you know? So, um, I was excited about it. And one of the cool parts was that I ended up getting into the hands or the site of one of the producers on the show. And uh, they ended up contacting me and they were just like, hey, you know, we, we've noticed that you went and auditioned for this show like previously. And, um, you know, we'd love for you to come out and, and you know, try again. And I'm kind of was like, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I, I know how long that process is. And, um, you know, I, I really think that I, I don't know if I'll have time for it because it's, it's a lot of money and a lot of time in the very beginning because it's, you know, kind of, starts off with a bunch of rounds and stuff that most people don't see. Mm -hmm. Um, and they don't put, they don't put it on television. So, um, it was cool. Cause I got to bypass all of that. They just, they really wanted me to come out there and I got to bypass all that stuff and skip the cattle call and all that crazy producer stuff. And they, uh, they had me right out in California. They put me right out. So it was really cool. That's awesome. It must be cool to go into a show like that, having the confidence that they want you there in the first place. <laughs> Totally, totally. I mean, you definitely go in with a lot more confidence and a lot more certainty because they're scouting you out. So. Right. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you, maybe this so. is false, did you try out for American Idol? I did. So I tried out for, I believe it was season eight. It was a long time ago. I was like 16 years old at the time. And um, the, the funny part about that, that's a funny story too. Um, I was actually on vacation in Puerto Rico with my mom <laughs> and it was like the same time that they were having it was like I think the first and only time that the uh that American Idol went at like went out to Puerto Rico to do auditions and uh we got news of it and we were like what the hey let's just go let's <laughs> oh my so gosh. we actually like yeah so we actually like camped out I got all dressed up and we like camped out we got there at, like I think it was like midnight like you know the the evening before the morning before like the show and the audition started and we were in this huge line of people. And that time I actually did experience a cattle call and, um, it was crazy. It was my, my first cattle call in a long time. My, my mom, she put me into like 
some pageant stuff and um, <laughs> some modeling stuff when I was a little girl. So, you know, it had been a really long time since yeah. I've waited in the line like that. <laughs> wow. So. so is it harder to audition in front of just three people compared to like being on a live stage for the voice and not having like the coaches see you? Is there a big difference, like comfort level? You know, it, that is like a really good question. I, I am the type of person that I feed off the energy. And for me, truthfully, like the more people, the better. Like I, I just love that energy. I love a big crowd. Um, I, I just love being able to kind of like feed off of it. And it's just more, uh, I guess, thrilling, more exhilarating for me. Um, I, am definitely an adrenaline junkie, so, uh, I guess that kind of takes care of it for me. If not, I got to go and, and ride some roller coasters and go to the theme parks and <laughs> in between, <laughs> I do, I get cravings for it, but, um, you know, that's kind of like my little, my little fix, I guess, but it's funny because as much as I appreciate doing, you know, really big shows with bigger crowds, um, I really do enjoy the smaller intimate things here and there too. You know, you kind of when you go without one or the other for a little bit of time, you tend to start appreciating, you know, what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. No, that makes sense. That's, I don't know. I yeah. would be terrified if I had to audition for something and there's thousands of people. Plus you're on TV, like all of that. It's too much. <laughs> so when <Right>? you're, <laughs> so when you're in the middle of your audition song and the chair turns around, are you relieved? Are you, does your heart just beat that much faster? Or are you just, cool as a cucumber basically like you're the adrenaline junkie that way oh my god there were there were so many phases that day you know it first off like so much of it is a blur because it goes so quickly um it really does like uh, a 90 second song feels like you're up there for literally like five um but it's hilarious because i was i started off the first the first phase <laughs> was cool as a cucumber went up there i was just chilling um and uh, I was enjoying it. And then I remember looking, looking up because I kind of was trying to really just have this mindset that it was just like any old concert. And I didn't want to freak myself out from what I normally would do at a show and, you know, lose my confidence because I'm quote unquote, unquote auditioning, you know? So uh, I kind of would just kind of went into this mentality of like, you know what, I'm just doing any old show. This is like a normal crowd for me. And they're all here to come see me, so I'm going to give them a hell of a show. And, um, you know, I, I went out there with that attitude, and I was kind of watching the audience and feeding off of them more than looking out at the judges um, and or the coaches, as they call them. And then um, I made the mistake of looking at the coaches, <laughs> and oh, the no. song is like five. Yeah, and then I made the mistake of looking at the coaches before the song ended, and the song is like five seconds left, and none of them had turned for me. And uh, it was the funniest thing because, I actually, if you like look at the video of me auditioning, I like fell to the stage because I like lost my breath because literally on my last note that I was holding, um, Kelly Clarkson and Blake Shelton both like stand up in their chairs and then they hit the button at the same time and they're both literally turning in their chairs, oh both standing up already and clapping for me. And I, I was laughing because I, I looked at Blake and I'm like, and, and this part was not aired and I wish it was, it was so funny. I'm like, like, why the hell did you do that to me? <laughs> you know, and I did. I was like, I was like, you guys give me a heart attack. And they're like, they actually both apologized. They were laughing. They were like, well, what happened was they, they, they first off were like, we're so sorry. So like, what happened was is you come out and you have this little twang to you and you're singing this Avril Lavigne song, which is a, you know, a pop punk song. 
but it sounds like a country song the way that you arranged it. Um, and then they're like, you know, we got to talking about how we loved your voice on this and like what kind of artist you must be if you're like a country artist singing a, a pop, pop, punk song. And then we realized the song was about to end and we forgot to hit the button, but we wanted you, so we hit them together. <laughs> the most crucial part of it, they almost forgot. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too, because you go through this, like, training and this coaching that they give you for, for months, you know? You're out in L.A., and they're getting you all ready for this show and, like, what this audition's going to be like. And one of the biggest things they say is they're like, if you have the ability to, don't pay attention to the coaches because sometimes they just, for whatever reason... They don't turn until the end, but it doesn't mean that they don't want you. Hold out. Like, just hold out and don't give up until the last note. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I tried to remember that. I was literally telling myself that for, like, that five seconds that I, I looked up. And I'm like, you know, I had a quick moment of, like, well, I guess they didn't want me. And Aww. then they turned. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> did, did Kelly ever have a chance of getting you on her team, or was it always Blake? Oh, you know, that, that is, that's awesome. That's a good one. She, um, it, it's a great question because she did. She, she really almost swayed me. You know, she has her fair share of knowledge in country music, yeah. um, you know, being that she's married. I, I think it's the son of Reba, right? So Reba's her mother-in-law. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, like, she's got, she's got country around her. She's got country in her bones. She's won awards, you know, CMT awards for the things that she's done in country music. So, um, you know, when she, was, when she was reminding me of all that, because you'd be surprised how quickly you forget everything in your life when you're standing in front of these people. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I can forgot imagine. my name. So, like, <laughs> so, you know, so you, she was reminding me of all her amazing accomplishments. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she, she is really awesome. Okay, like... <laughs> I totally need to go with Kelly. And then all of a sudden, all this, you know, no, Kelly always remained awesome in my mind. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> she, uh, you know, but then she, she reminds you and then Blake comes in and says, you know, like, you kind of remind me of like a, like a, a Brinette Miranda Lambert. And, you know, and, and, and um, <laughs> you know, it's just crazy because that's, he kind of hit it on point. He was naming a lot of artists that are really influential artists to me. And he, he really named it when he said, you know, like you're, I know what you want to be. You're, you're a rocker, but like, you want to be a country rocker and like, you know, the country's in your blood, you can tell, but you know, and he was saying all these things that just was really reassuring that he, he knew the path that I wanted and then he confirmed that he knew and saw the artist that I want to be and, and that I knew who I was. And, uh, you know, that was really reassuring to me. So, um, he kind of just, just reemphasized, you know, why, like I initially went in there with this mindset of why I wanted Blake, but he, I was almost swayed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Would have really ticked Blake off, I'm sure. Would have been funny. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, you always go back in life and you're like, well, what if? So I do have the occasional moment. I was like, I wonder what the show would have been like if I would have if I would have actually oh, turned sure. Blake down. So. <laughs> so is there anything that Blake or any of the other coaches like said or any – like what was your biggest takeaway – from your experience on the show? Um, you know, honestly, the biggest takeaway was when I, when I did my battle rounds and I think, you know, you can really learn and also have a lot of reward out of losses too. You know, um, when I lost my battle, I was up against Kyla who was, is a completely different style of voice than me. And we both were, so super tested by the song that we sang. That song was not easy for each of us because it was, it's just not what we do. Um, but it was really cool because, um, 
you know, even though you're competing against someone, you, you tend to build these friendships. And she and I became really close with creating the arrangement of, um, of the Ariana Grande song. And, and, you know, we, we ended up having fun with it, even though, even though it was uncomfortable, but you really learn through your uncomfortability. You know, you, you growth happens when you're uncomfortable and, uh, you, you just, you don't grow unless you put yourself in those situations. And, um, it was really cool because although I, I lost, um, I got to hear compliments and things from Alicia Keys and, and uh, Adam Levine, who didn't turn for me, they, where they were just like, you know, it was a real testament to, to what you can do vocally and how, even though your country, like, you're so much bigger vocally than country, but like, so you, you can sing whatever you want. And that was a really big compliment. And then being able to stand next to Kyla, who has done amazing things in music, and she's just a beautiful person, beautiful soul, beautiful big voice. It was just that whole moment, even though it was a loss, it's just. I guess I like to say it's the proof that like losses aren't always a bad thing, you know? Right. Absolutely. That's a very positive and like, wow, you could be my life coach. That would be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's everything, you know, as long as you always look at it as like a learning experience and you can always find the positives in it, you know, they really do shine through as long as you're, as long as you're looking for it, you know? Absolutely. So when it comes to your sound, you've kind of hinted at it already. It's, I think you describe it as punctury. So, what, <laughs> what, how would, how would you describe it? Are you like, what are those those influences um, that shaped, you know, the artist you are today? Or your your sound. Cool, and no, I love that question. So, um, I do. I, I call it punctury, and I like to like I like to coin that term because like um, I I kind of quote unquote invented the genre, and like I I made like its official announcement on the show when I was, you know, talking to the coaches about it. And, um, I, it's kind of a, it's kind of a kid, like a, a playful term. Cause it's obviously not like a, a real genre. Who knows? Maybe it will be someday, but, <laughs> but, be. but at the mo at the moment, it was just kind of like the way that I like to express what my music is because, um, I really am this, this rocker soul. I love, I, I you know, I, I just, I love Bon Jovi. I love Metallica. And then I love the punk artists. I love, I love the used, you know, I love all time low. Like I, I really love that rock and punk genre, but then you can get me into, you know, Kelly Clarkson or Usher and I'll jam out to that as well. But then like my roots are country, you know, so kind of like this, this punk, you know, pop country thing that I, I've just had all these influences from so many genres. Um, and it's just, with I think honestly with today with the way that country is and how country is just so many aspects of music now and just how welcoming you know things how welcoming the genre is becoming to kind of having other influences um it's just like my little way of describing it and uh and country is definitely in my blood and it's, it's my number one and lately since I've been working um with my my new producer we're we are taking a little bit more of the like modern and contemporary route um, with today's sounds, but I just love him so much for the fact that he's really trying to still keep elements and, and aspects of the song that highlight who I am as an artist and who I am as a writer yeah. and, um, you know, and keeping still parts that are me in it, but still making it the most radio ready contemporary song that I've, I've yet to release. So I, uh, I think everybody goes through this phase, especially when you're a writer where you don't want to conform <laughs> and you don't want to like necessarily sound like everybody else but 
if you have the right team around you and you have the right people around you, um, they can really help build you to where your brand is something that's sellable and it's something that's marketable and it's something that's ready for the now, but right. also keeping pieces of pieces of who you are in it. And I think that's important. And I found a really, really good team since I came out to Nashville who are really helping me do that. So uh, the next single is going to really, really express like where my music is now and, and the new sound that, you know, is just really modern, but also still, still me, you know? Does it does it bother you when you hear people say like country these days isn't really country because there are so many other influences and stuff? I mean, do you listen to that or do you, you just know, not really care what other people say? Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a common thing now because you do you really you have like the really old school country folk that you know if if it's not like three chords and the truth they're they're freaking out saying it's not country, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Um, and and I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I find myself listening to to old school country all of the time. Um, and and still, even still, like there's you know influences and things that I, I love to use and and refer to um, for today. But at the same time, too, I'm a big believer in being who you are. And I think that even though there's still a lot of people out there that are kind of negative about where country music is transitioning. I think there's more people that have proven that they're really embracing it. You know, like you have the people like Florida Georgia line and Taylor Swift who really, really um, kind of were monumental for the genre in helping change it to what it is today and helping it transition to grow and be more opening to, to add more elements into the music of it, you know? And, um, and I'm thankful for those people. And I think, I think people are kind of starting to be more open to that, all that now, you know? Yeah, definitely. I I hope so because there's nothing wrong with it. I think. Agreed. Yeah, I, I just be who you are, you know, and and it's it's not it, it's about attracting the right people around you. And I'm a really big believer if you're being true to who you are, you know, and and you're and you're completely deflecting the naysayers, you're gonna attract the right people into your corner, the people that you know are really there for the for the long haul. So. Yeah. So you mentioned you're you're working on a new single and new music. So what is what is 2019 looking like for you? I know you're working with uh, Brad Hill, who has worked with the likes of like Marin Morris and the Brothers Osborne. So you know what's the current um, you know what's on your schedule right now? What's new music looking like? Thanks for asking. So um, it, there's so much. <laughs> there's actually a lot of stuff going on. So I'm. I, I, Brad is amazing. Like to start off with him, he when he thought he when he wanted to work on my project, I was so excited. Um, you know, it he's he's very particular about who he works with, and um, being able to have the song that I have with MMG, which is uh, Merck Music Group, they they hooked me up with this song that I'm just really really happy with and super super excited to per, to to put out. And uh, Brad loved it. And as soon as he heard, he wanted to get on the project. Um, and I think 2019 is going to just be a huge year of growth. It's it's all new. You know, I have a whole new team behind me now since since the show and, and um, since, you know, being with MMG and, and working with Brad and, um, and moving to Nashville. I mean, moving to Nashville was a really big, big thing for me as well because, you know, it's a the big difference when you're just making a bunch of trips in compared to being out here where, where all the action is happening, you sure. know? So, um, I think it's going to be a, a year of growth, which is what's most important to me. 
and uh, I've got, you know, the song coming. I've got the the EP that's going to be following it, um, the tour that's coming this year where I'll be going around the country. So um, there's there's a lot of stuff, and, you know, and, and it's hard to say because I have been so surprised by my music, by the music industry and, and this career um, so many times because you're somewhere, you're, you're one place one day, and then, you know, it's, in a moment, you're somewhere else, you know, um, it's, it's crazy. It's one of those things that you just never, it's a career. You never know what's going to happen. There's just always so much movement and anything can happen with it. So, um, I really just, I, all I'm going to say at this moment is I think there's going to be a lot of growth and I'm expecting, um, a lot of really, really, really cool things to come from the new single just because of this amazing team that I have behind this and the people that are behind it. And, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm really excited to see where it takes me. So, not to put you on the spot here, but um, the people, the acts you've gone on tour with, who do you think you've maybe learned the most from when it comes to performance, stage presence, how to interact with the crowd? Can you name just one? I mean, there's so many giants, I feel, in, in country music that they're all great performers, live especially. I just don't know oh, if there's anyone yeah. that sticks out. There's, there's so many great ones. Um, you know who, it's kind of funny, one of the... the the best people I loved performing with just because personally they're cool people, but also because they're just incredible performers. And I think they're a little bit understated, um, was actually low cash. Um, they, they are, I don't know if you've ever seen them live, but their music that they put out actually, it, it, it doesn't do them justice what they do live. They're just incredible performers and they have an amazing show. Um, and I just absolutely loved, um, you know, getting, getting to do what I got to do with them. And then, um, another, another set of performers that I actually love performing by and, um, I've been doing a lot of work with them lately and, uh, I'll actually be touring with them this year. Um, and they're just amazing. It's a duo. They're an up and coming duo called South of Somewhere and okay. they're just phenomenal. This, this duo is, they are so, they're about to explode. <laughs> like, they're, um, they're, I, I like to say they're like underground right now because they're, they're definitely up and coming and they just got signed out here in Nashville and, uh, they, I went and saw them live a couple of times and, um, we, our teams ended up kind of, uh, joining forces and we have this, this tour coming soon that we're going to be, um, announcing and we're really, really excited about it. And, uh, I'm so proud to be performing with them because it's just, just so much proof that there's a, so many amazing people out there that aren't, aren't getting the exposure that they deserve. And it's been a long time coming for these fellas and, uh, they're just, they're going to explode. I can feel it. This year is going to be crazy for them. And I'm really, really happy that I get to be by their side because they're honestly some of the most incredible performers I've ever seen in my life. So. No, we're with you on low cash. We saw, I think last year, we've seen them a few times, um, but they're just an absolute blast to see yeah. live. They infectious. They go with the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we saw them around so Christmas. Yeah, we saw them around Christmas time. And before you knew it, they were singing Christmas tunes left and right. They're just, um, yeah. they're just a blast to hear. When you, when you talk yeah, about. Have you ever seen them in the old days when they, uh, when they would do their little dance routines in their show? <laughs> no. This is new information. You'll have, to, you'll, have to, you'll have to look some of their old stuff up when they were the low cash cowboys and you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> and they actually used to do these routines. Routined usher dance routines. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I gotta see this. Now. Yeah, yeah. Check, cool. check them, check them out. So, uh, I'll keep it on the DL. Who told you? Oh yeah, this is going out on. on yeah. Oh, never mind. We'll edit this part out. It's fine. They'll never know. 
<laughs> so when you're working when you're working with this team, is is it a bit of an adjustment to collaborating and you know, everyone has these great ideas, but you know, how do you turn into a final product where maybe in the past, you know, it's just it's only been yourself where you've been able to make all these strategic decisions um, when it comes to your music. Is that a challenge to kind of give up some of that control or is it more rewarding that you're having all these opinions and influencers? Yeah. Well, you know, I know, I know it sounds kind of woo woo, but I'm such a huge believer in, in the power of intuition and, uh, and, and the universe and just trusting the process. And, um, I, I really go into life believing that everything's in, in my favor. Um, and I think the people that have that attitude tend to find, um, the better opportunities. They, you know, they, they scout them out easier. And, uh, I'm, I'm a huge believer in law of attraction. And, um, you know, I've, I've really found a good team of people that I can trust. And I think that's what's so important is that when you know that the people around you have your best interest in mind, um, it's, it's easier to kind of let go of some of that mm. control, you know? Sure. No, that makes perfect sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I sound like a, like a, 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 like the astrology, like everything's the stars <laughs> person sometimes, but I really, you know, I, I do believe everything's for the, sure. for the greater good. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's fun to kind of let go and just not really worry so much about where everything's going and just trusting the process. And, and honestly, like, keeps you younger so <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll keep that in mind if it, if it went to bend for the voice if the producers hadn't reached out to you and said come audition what would have been the path what were you doing where did you see yourself going well um you know if that's a funny question because honestly i because they came to me i had zero intentions to ever do a show like that ever again um, you know, I, I, we, we had touched on it earlier about how I auditioned when I was 16 for Idol. You know, I, I, I went through a lot of rounds and then, you know, ended up getting turning, turned down early in the show. Um, and then, you know, I had auditioned to, for The Voice before, you know, they had me in their system because of coming out and doing um, uh, a producer round and things like that before. And uh, when I left that, that experience before this, this very, very um, previous, most recent experience of being on the show. I, I left that one before then, um, truthfully believing that I was just going to do whatever it took to do it on myself. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, I was putting out content and I was cutting music and writing music and, you know, getting a tour ready, a, a self um, headlined tour with my small team that I had in Florida. Um, and I was just, I was just kind of grinding it out and just doing what I could and just kind of, brain about it and and just taking the the advice that would come to me and the people around me that cared about me and just really you know appreciating the people that were there to help me at that time and um you know and then and the voice came to me and when when it happened um even then in that moment I was still kind of hesitant about it because you know I I didn't I didn't leave there the first couple of auditions um happy with with what happened and where it went and I think a lot of people kind of feel when they go and they do those auditions and, and they know they killed it, but for some reason, because it's a, a cast show, they get turned down. You know, a lot of people leave there super disgruntled and uh, some people even give up. They mm-hmm. give up, you know, mm-hmm. like they let, they let that moment decide everything that they're going to do with the rest of their life, you know, re- yeah. uh, regarding to music. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think that's, 
that's fair, you know, like it's not fair to, to put all that into one moment. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I honestly, I just going to kind of do it myself and, you know, and then it's proof. Like I said earlier, you know, you, with this industry, you never know where, what's going to happen, where you're going to be. And, uh, you know, out of nowhere that popped up and, and I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that, you know, I just, I think on it for a little bit and if my gut says do it, I, I do it. So I thought about it. No, it felt right at that time. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. Totally. Yeah, one yeah of the, absolutely. Yeah, want to end by just hitting a bit on your nonprofit Strong. So it seems like a yeah. a really beneficial program, but you know, I'd love to hear more about what it is and and why you wanted to to start something like that. Yeah, so that it makes me so happy that you brought that up because Strong is something that I'm, I just I love it. Um, it's really special to my heart and. Um, this program and the veterans are like the, the two ways that I really try to give back. Um, but this, this program in particular is, is really super near and dear to my heart. And it was created because when I got on the show and, um, and I lost on the battle rounds, I, I kind of wanted to prove to people that just because that happened, it, it doesn't mean you give up, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you just stop what you want to do and, people have proven countless times that those moments don't have to define them. So um, the program is really about being tough mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, I use some of the things that I did in the fitness world to uh, as examples as well, just because I'm a huge believer that, you know, if you are investing in yourself, whether it's physically, spiritually, mentally, it all ties in in the long run. And, um, you know, I go into schools and I talk to these kids and I do a, it's basically like a, a copy, a copywritten program where, um, I, I come through and it's just a special unique, um, format where it's like a, I, I like to describe it as if like a Tony Robbins convention that a live concert. Oh, nice. So I come in and yeah, it's really unique. I come in and I actually do this, um, speech and mentoring and motivational, like, uh, conversation with these kids with, and presentation with intertwined with like a live concert and music and everything. So, uh, it's really cool and it's really unique and the kids, the students, they just love it. Um, and I'm just a big believer in really trying to give motivation and love to these children at the youngest age that they can, because, um, you know, there's a lot of crazy things happening in schools today, but starting the campaign for, just one of the specific things that are going on isn't going to solve the problem. It's a lack of love and it's a lack of, um, attention and, and honestly just love for oneself when it comes down to things. When people are, are doing atrocious things to each other. It's because they have an internal issue with themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's about going into that, that child, being in front of that kid and being in front of that person and just, getting to them at, at, at the youngest age possible and letting them know that they are loved. And if they just believe in themselves, it's going to, it's going to be okay. So has there been a particular story of a, of a child, you know, coming up to you and telling you how you've helped them and how they're being a better person or student? Oh, so many, so many. And that's one of the most rewarding, rewarding parts of the entire thing is, um, you know, I, I share, I share my story and my past about, uh, one of the hardest things that I got through as a kid and 
Um, you know, I was a victim of having uh, an extremely abusive mentally and physically father. Mm. And uh, he uh, was a very, very hard childhood for me. And, um, you know, I went through most of my life and, and started in the music industry pretty late, honestly, because of the fact that I had a massive lack of belief and love for myself because every day of my life, um, you know, I was being beaten down. And uh, so, I, I, you know, I share that story. And usually at that point when I, you know, become that vulnerable um, with the kids, it usually allows them to do the same thing back with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been able to hear some incredible stories. And sometimes we all laugh together and sometimes we all cry together. And um, it's just a really, really cool experience. It's, it's honestly one of the most touching things in my life. And I'm so excited to see the program grow along with, you know, along as I grow as an artist, because it, it really ties into what I do with my music. And I think, um, you know, the more that my name grows, I think the more the program is going to mean to the kids because people just, they, 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 they want to feel like someone who's got it all going right for them is just like them, you know? So in a world with social media today where you look at someone and they have the perfect life, quote unquote, um, it, it's easy to feel like your life is a disaster, you know? And I think a lot of people mistake a highlight reel for, for reality. And, uh, you know, my job is to come in there and be the person that I, ha- I have a lot of really great things going on for me, but I talk to these kids and I remind them that I'm human too and I'm not perfect and either is my life. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Because just talking to you now, you seem so optimistic and, and bubbly and, and for you to, to take something from that, from your childhood and, and to turn it on its side and say, I'm going to use it for good, turn it into a positive for everyone else is, that's incredible. Do you ever sleep? Are you oh, just constantly you. doing something? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, I, I, I actually do. I love sleep. Um, I think lots of daps. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, I actually get really good sleep. I, I love the gym too. It's funny because there's, I'm very, very active. And, and I, even though there's a lot going on, you'd be surprised. Like really, if you're, if you are um, using your time and, and managing it correctly, like there's a lot of hours in the day to get a bunch of stuff done. So, um, I actually get pretty decent sleep. And, uh, and have a lot of, a lot of time to myself, but I, I'm, it's funny because my time to myself is usually always constructive. I'm just kind of one of those people that I, I really don't want, want to watch it. Oh, I've just tripped over my own words. Excuse me. <laughs> I usually don't watch a lot of TV. So I think it goes into, um, what are you putting your time into? You know? So for me, like if I've got downtime, I would naturally kind of gravitate towards reading a book instead of watching a television show. Or, um, or playing guitar and kind of like investing in, into my music in some way, or even songwriting, you know? And um, you just, I think life is about just kind of like finding the things that you love and really just driving your energy into that. And for me, you know, like what I love happens to be what I do. So it, it, mm-hmm. it's definitely self-serving. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I will say, even though I don't watch a lot of TV, I just recently, and I'm so late on the game, I just started getting addicted to The Office. So that's been troublesome for me because I've been starting (laughs) to spend some time on that. So that's been a little bit consuming. So I need to finish it up and binge here really quick so I can get back to my my normal productive self. (laughs) Those are quick episodes. They're like 20 minutes. You can crank that out. 
Yeah, right. They are. That's that is true. It's really easy to binge on them because they're like literally only twenty minute segments. So yes. like, you know, with <laughs> it feels like you know what's only like an hour later. You're twelve shows in. You're like, oh my god, how did I do this? <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm so late on the game, but I, I'm obsessed now. So. I really don't get addicted to TV shows. This is my first time ever, like, <laughs> I have to binge on it. So it's, it's, it's a unique experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find a new show for you to binge after The Office. Yeah, right? Oh, God. No, don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't. Oh, sorry. She needs to be productive. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. So well, funny. well, this has been great. Uh, thanks so much for joining us and sharing your story. Um, we'll be... We're super excited to see the new music whenever it's, it's due to come out this year. And uh, everyone listening, we'll just encourage you to, to go follow her along and check out her music. Um, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are the best. Thanks for having me. I had so much fun chatting with you. I-